Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's Michelle. It's always it's Michelle. Michelle. Many of you have been listening for a while and you know it's always Michelle. Some of you might be it's listening. Some of you might be listening for the first time and guess what? It's always Michelle and it's always it JD. Is. And it's we watch Shudder. That's why it's called We Watch Shudder. Look, I used to try and do a spiel at the beginning of every one of these episodes. Like if, if if you just stumbled in here, that's that's on you at this point. If you don't know what's going on, <laughs> strap in because it's going to be a fun time. Well, we we talk about movies from strap the Shudders. Strap in and strap on. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be... I was going to say it's going to be a good time, but I will just say it will be a time. We're going <laughs> to reference the pegboard. Bum, 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 nice. Anyway, uh-huh. guys, yeah, so we watch uh, original exclusive movies from Shudder. When they don't have new releases available, we watch other stuff, and that's what we're doing this week. We're watching other stuff. Michelle, you want to fill everybody in on what we're watching and why we're doing that? Sure. Uh, we are watching Ricky O, the story of Ricky, or rather we did watch it. It is from 1991. It is not horror at all, but it is a time. It's horror uh, adjacent, that's for sure. It is gory. It oh, is yeah. very gory. It's and a it splattery fits. mess. It's a, it's a legendary splattery a mess. A very liquidy kung fu movie. I have a movie for you to check out. And that is Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, special request from uh, one of our listeners and a, and a good buddy of mine, uh, Mr. Aaron Myers. Uh, we see him at uh, Time Bomb Pro Wrestling shows. Uh, I've known him for a while. Uh, we're both uh, live event trivia hosts, and we've worked together several times. Uh, he's a good dude. Uh, but uh, he suggested that we check this out, and then as soon as I heard that Michelle... Had never even heard of this film, let alone seen it. I was like, "Yeah, we gotta, we gotta do that. We gotta talk about Ricky O." Uh, I'd only seen it once before because, like, the movie, even to this day, is hard to get a hold of if you're, especially if you're not a physical media person. And I'm, well, I I'm not anymore. Sorry, that's just how my life is. Uh, like we even had to we we had to go to an Iranian basically Iranian YouTube service to find this movie to be able to watch it. Yeah, uh, I have added it to my list of physical media that I do need to acquire though, just for like <laughs> the sake of never having to feel lost about I, where to find it again. I don't know for sure, but there, I know they there's a web. There's a page on their website for it, but I don't know if it's because they've actually released it, but there might be a Criterion Collection DVD of this movie, which is really bizarre. If not, there's a couple of different other versions, but uh, anyway, uh, Rikio, story of Ricky. Uh, Did you, by chance, Michelle, because I just realized I didn't even bother to look did you by chance find a good basic spoiler-free summary of this film to give to people since we don't have the Shutter Descripty script to work from this week? I don't mind the IMDb one. Um, I feel like this is one where there's not really a lot of surprise that can be given away in the form of an IMDb description. Sure. So I can just do that one if you trust me to do it. not spoil do it. Do it. Okay. 
So Ricky O, a young man who has superhuman strength, is incarcerated in a private prison where inmates are treated like slaves. He is forced to use his unstoppable form of martial arts to destroy the corrupt officials and their lackeys. Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty solid summary of this film, uh, directed by uh, I'm gonna, I, you know what, I'm gonna butcher the name, but I'm gonna try anyway. Uh, Lam Nai Choi, uh, who also I learned uh, directed a movie called Erotic Ghost Story, uh, <laughs> and also directed a film uh, called uh, What's the other one that I wanted to check out? Uh, Brothers from the Walled City. Uh, but anyway, uh, is is a Hong Kong film uh, f- released in 1991, which is wild because uh, when you turn it on, you'd be like, 1991, this looks like 1971. Uh, it, is a, <laughs> it is an old-looking movie. But uh, I don't know. Michelle, you want to hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts as somebody who had never seen uh, Ricky O uh, prior to this week? Yeah. Uh, I watched the dub version. I had no choice. And I don't it was, know for those of you For those of you who do know uh, the history of the release on this, because I know that is a nerdy thing, uh, this is what we watched is the original, uh, like, from the, the Tokyo Shock bare bones uh, DVD from 2000 with the that really sort of legendarily cheesy uh, dub job. That's what we got to watch, and it was fabulous. Was it fabulous? Uh, well, it I was. mean, <laughs> this is a, a five skull with the dub experience. Oh my god, I don't know what the subtitled version is like, but I feel like the dubbed voices. I was laughing so fucking hard. And oh, yeah. I, I think like the original dialogue would not have appealed to me as much. This was phenomenal. Um, I I am not a huge martial arts person, but I did used to be a gigantic fan of Jackie Chan. We watched a lot of Jackie Chan <laughs> in our household and a lot of Bruce Lee. Um, so I I love this so much. I laughed a lot. It just kept going. And it's it's full of tiny, tiny details that we will get into in the spoiler section that just it so charming and so great and oh, that's yeah. why I need to find a DVD because I am a physical media human and I do need this in my collection five skulls yeah uh story of Ricky uh Ricky O is uh it's it's legendary uh for a reason uh this movie is I mean it, it's it's exquisite trash right like this is uh, this is the definition of what some friends of mine refer to as delicious cinema, right? Like, this is 100% pure junk food, but it's just exactly what you want when you want it. Um, in a way, to me, it's 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 almost like, uh, it's like, a, a, at least as far as I know, a, a somewhat early version of, like, like a live action interpretation of what you might see in a in an anime martial arts film, you know, uh, with the uh, the incredible strength and 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 everything, the special effects on display. We'll talk about it in more detail uh, in the in the spoiler section. Uh, but yeah, just f- fucking fun, right? That's the, that's the best way to describe this movie. Yes, it is splattery as shit. Uh, but uh, I feel like even the most squeamish of people, when they understand how it's splattery, would still be able to 
stomach most of this movie. There are a couple of points where maybe it goes too far. Uh, but no, this is just this is delightful, exquisite trash, and I love every frame of it. Absolutely five skulls. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Five skulls to uh to Riccio, the story of Ricky. I Aaron, if you're out there, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for asking <laughs> us to watch this because yeah, thanks for I've giving never me a, heard of it. Oh my uh, god. I've been I've I've been meaning to revisit it for a long, long time because like I said, I only saw it once before and it was a while ago. I mean it's probably twenty years since I saw this movie and god damn it's so fun. Oh it's yeah. It's just great. All right, guys. I was going to say, wanna, if you want to go watch it, but like, where are they going to find it? I'm going to put a link to, uh, uh, I think it's called Operat. Uh, I, I Googled it just out of curiosity, and there's like a Wikipedia page and everything. Uh, so apparently it's 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 legit, but it's a it's a, a an Iranian website that's basically like YouTube, but it's based in Iran. I'll put the link to the movie that we watched, the exact version we watched, in the description of the episode. So if you do want to go see it uh, before uh, we do the spoilers, uh, hopefully it'll still be available at that link. If not, I don't know what to tell you guys. you got to get your game together. Buy a DVD, for Christ's sake. Ooh, physical oh media God, yes. is dead. What Great. kind of an idiot I talks like that? I love physical media. I love physical media. I I don't trust people to not take things off of streaming. And That's fair. Then never let me watch them. Speaking of my favorite movie, Low, uh, it finally dropped in price. It used to be a hundred dollars, and it was forty right before Christmas. So I finally I think, have a copy. Uh, I think that's the third so. time you've mentioned this on the show. I know. I'm just very excited. And now we're talking about physical media, but that's why I need to have physical media because they I, took it I was, off Netflix. I was and about then it to never say... went anywhere else. I was I was about to say, well, when you finally get your DVD or whatever, you're gonna have to let me borrow it, and then I realized I don't have any way to fucking play the thing anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I can loan you an Xbox that I don't or use maybe, very often. Maybe I can just I don't know DVD. come come visit your house, you know, oh your with your husband and your friends or your husband and your, your animals rather. You know, <laughs> yeah, like like we're like we're like we were real friendly acquaintances in life, you know, who like did you know stuff what? together. That sounds good. I do have a very large <laughs> new TV, and I ordered ambient lighting for it. I'm never leaving my Ooh, house again. It's very nice here. I, I did I mean, invite you to come watch Saw X, and then you had something that came through. So I've tried. Yeah, but it was yeah, that's fair. Into the house. That's fair. But but now, anyway, yeah, we should probably get into the the fun part of this episode and just talk about all the absurdity at play, shouldn't we? Oh, I guess. I mean, I was having right. fun the last 10 minutes, but okay, fun <laughs> starts now. It's designated. Go. No, no. I mean, we get to actually, like, talk about what we loved about this movie in oh, detail. That's I, all I'm saying. Oh, God, it's beautiful. Uh, so um, I'll do a quick plot yeah, summary. Michelle, uh, please, please do that thing you do. Yeah, this is going to be a very short plot summary basically ricky shows up at prison because he killed somebody and everyone's like whoa that guy's really cool why do you have bullets in your body he's like it's a souvenir and then he just starts fighting everybody and punching holes through them and uh breaking all the limbs all over the place and he just slowly works himself up the chain of power and breaks every person he comes across in a bunch of gory, splattery, beautiful mess. And at the end, uh, he breaks out of the prison and he says, you're all free now. And it's so dramatic and great. Story of Ricky. 
It's yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, Ricky's just uh he's just a a, a straight up principled fellow who doesn't take no shit. Went to nope. jail cuz he killed some dude who killed his girlfriend. Yep. And it all starts all he did is he just he sees some some uh some asshole prisoners beating up on an old man prisoner and all he, it just starts with him trying to stand up for that old man prisoner. And next thing you know, he's fucking kung fuing his way through this whole goddamn prison, just punching holes in people's abdomens, punching half a dude's face off, just ripping shit, getting choked by a dude's intestines. That's the second time in like three mm-hmm. weeks. I've 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 never seen anybody get choked by intestines before, and uh, is a thing that I said a couple of weeks ago, and it's because I had completely forgotten. Yes, I have seen somebody choked by intestines before. Uh, and uh, he, it's just <laughs> so ridiculously splatterific and so oh, looks so yes. cheesy, right? Okay, what was... Let, let's start here, Michelle, because look, this is absolutely one of those movies where the story doesn't fucking matter. There is no. a basic story here. Rikio just happens to go into a corrupt prison and decides, well, I'm in prison. I'm still going to stand up for, for principles and whoops the shit out of the corruption in the prison. Uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty great. Uh, what was your favorite gore slash kill slash whatever moment in this film mm. because man there's a lot of them uh we're gonna go with favorite moment because because it is not my favorite gore moment okay favorite moment in general is the first time that i saw gore which was that old man getting hit in the face with that nail board or whatever that was yes! um because he before that floor i knew nothing about this movie except that it was a kung fu movie that's all i knew nothing else up until that i'm just enjoying silly dub and then that happens i'm like oh the special effects are actually kind of okay interesting and then the next guy takes the nails to the face and it sticks in his face i was like oh this is like a good movie what's going on and so that moment of realizing like oh i'm about to have a good time for an hour and 30 minutes was just I was so happy when I realized like, oh, this isn't like bad and that's why it's good. This is good and absurd and so fun. Oh, so yeah. that moment was just like, oh, I was so relieved and happy. And it, it's a great, great. Movie. Right. Right. This the, the crucial thing here about this movie is like, like, don't get us wrong here, guys, like. The special effects in this film are trash, right? Like, yeah. you see, you see the guy fall on the board of nails on the floor, and it's very obviously just like a plastic dummy head, and it's just, mm-hmm. just absurd. When the girlfriend jumps off the building to her death, it's just the most obvious mannequin. But the reason it works is that they they there's no illusion going on here about what this is and they just fucking lean into it and it's they sell amazing. it so hard oh god it's so fucking yeah. great uh you yeah, believe it's, it it's yeah, it's great it's, it's so, so good. absurd and awesome 
Uh, yeah. I mean, so many great moments you could talk about as you go on and on and on. Uh, he gets that uh, glass dust blown in his eyes, and for a minute it looks like both of his eyes have been gouged out, and it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? He fucking ties the tendons and shit in his own arm back that together was with his list. teeth. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then, not only have you seen all this crazy gore, you know, like like bodily injury and guys cutting their own guts out, and all this crazy, super strong martial arts where guys are getting kicked across the room and incredible feats of strength happening. And then you get to the big finish, and oh, all of a sudden the warden turns into a giant fucking mutoid man, which is and it's it's like a guar costume, right? It's real bad. But real bad in the best fucking way. That's actually a great sort of uh, uh, reference point for what's awesome about this movie. Is if you like a fucking guar show, you will love Rikio. If you like uh, Peter Jackson's Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive, or even better, Peter Jackson's Bad Taste, you will fucking love Rikio. It's so just a fucking absurd. I uh, I had such a good time watching this. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? It's so great. My favorite part are all the tiny details that they don't even draw attention to. But somebody had an idea and went, this is going to be real funny. We're just going to put the effort into doing this, even if nobody notices. Like the fact that the assistant warden's office is just full of porn. Yes, I all was those bookcases that. are porn. There's just there's, shelves there's and not shelves of porn videos. It's never a plot point. It's not something they had to do. The rest of the room is empty. It's just this gigantic desk full of food. <laughs> And bookcases of porn, and that's it. And it's those little details. Or uh, him drinking out of a water glass, and you see what you think is an egg, and then they bring it back later, and no, he's just been soaking his eye in there, and then he pops it into was, his socket. I was just about to oh. mention, also, there is a lot of fucking eye trauma in this movie. There's a lot of eye trauma. There, there's yes. all sorts of eye stuff. You got the dude with the fake eye that he pops, and apparently stores mints in it or something. Yes, that was something would you like a mint (laughs) what the fuck is going on and then you got guys getting their eyes ripped out and you got the glass dust in the eyes guy just gets punched in the back of the head so hard his fucking eye flies out what the fuck uh we also have a moment where uh you know ricky's like this really cool guy um, so like he's clearly very cool and very handsome and he's got this girl and they're doing this flashback of uh him with his girlfriend and here's how you know Ricky about them running through the field. It was Yeah. Here's how you know how cool they are. They're flying a plane and suddenly he uh not flying a plane, flying a little remote control remote plane. Control I guess that's plane. important. And then yeah. he busts out another one is the banner that says you're a Firefly or whatever, uh, and then he's just running through the field, flying both planes by like himself, a, laughing. Like a bright yellow sweater vest over like a <laughs> yes. white collared shirt, and he's just it's hopping so along great. like a just, just like happy. a total doof, just a happy-go-lucky guy. And then you the next thing you know, he's Ricky. the next thing you know, he's punching a dude in the face so hard he rips half his jaw off. You know, it's, it's so great. It's just um, oh my god. I also just like when beautiful. he blocks the nail in that first bathroom scene. That that shower or bathroom scene really stuck with me because that was when I went like, 
oh shit, awesome. And so oh, yeah. really you, tuned in. You, and the nail going through his hand. what you're getting into with this, holy yeah. shit. It's so fun. And uh, then he gets um, buried alive. And they're like, if you can breathe for a week and you're alive, then we'll let you live or whatever his deal is or we'll something, whatever. He makes a yeah. deal. And I was like, oh, I could breathe for a week and completely forgot like, oh, yeah, you kind of have to eat, drink water. Also, but I was like, you, I, I could do that. Also, uh, it, it becomes significantly <laughs> harder. It becomes significantly harder to breathe when you have pounds and pounds and pounds of dirt I know. pressuring down also I know. not only not only does he get buried alive to like the neck up but also at one point they dump all sorts of fucking cement in his cell and he's just like flooded in cement and he can't what the- he cracks his way out of it later by flexing oh, um God. i haven't even gotten into i just love ricky like in near the beginning they're talking about his background and how uh he dropped out of school and pursued musical arts and then it's just a characteristic <laughs> <laughs> that he plays little flutes all the time. So when he's buried, they hear a flute and they're like, Ricky's still alive because he's playing his flute on the <laughs> It's so good. He's just yeah. this, like a romantic beast. <laughs> here's 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 so here's what I gotta uh, know, uh, Michelle. Uh-huh. Uh what was your what what are your thoughts on the warden's son? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, he's a character. That oh, is for sure. He's, uh, he reminds he's... me of Augustus Gloop from yes, Willy Wonka. Yes, That's all I could think yes. of. Like, oh man, I want this kid to drown like in a Hong Kong Augustus Gloop. That is a perfect yes. metaphor. Oh my God. He is That's... Augustus Gloop. He's just whiny and insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh. oh, and I didn't even tell you my favorite gore moment. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It, well, yeah. not even favorite gore. No, it's okay. We got off track. Uh, but like my favorite kill. Uh, uh oh. Did your connection just cut out? No, I'm here. If you're still there, I can't hear you. Oh no. Oh no. I'm Are back. You back. I'm back. It's I'm back. fine. Are you back? I'm back. Do you hear me? I do. <laughs> Oh, thank God. I was like, oh. not in the Ricky episode. Just oh, everybody's, we're just going to leave all of that in. Everybody's going to be like, editing. oh. I, now, uh, our charm is that we, I, we don't I, edit. Yeah, now I hate two are. things. I hate editing and I hate my fucking internet provider. God yeah. damn it. You live in a retirement home. What do you expect? Well, I mean, when I run the speed test on my phone, I get like a gigabyte download, which is when I run it on my laptop for whatever goddamn reason. I'm not getting the same connection speeds. Never mind, I'm connected to the same goddamn... Anyway, let's... Sounds like you need some physical media in your life. I will. You can't record a podcast uh, with a physical media, Michelle. Yes, you can. We could be in person for once. Well, and I could bring my recorder, and it would be on physical media. So there, no, it anyway, would be. It would still be yeah. digital with us on your recorder. Okay, whatever. It's magic. I'll okay. take a slate. Anyway, Rikio. Story of Ricky. Rikio. Uh, so my favorite death, not my favorite gore moment. My favorite death is uh when he's fighting the guy in the uh cell where the the ceiling comes squishing down on him and Ricky's able like hold the ceiling up for a little Mm -hmm. bit and then he can't hold the ceiling up anymore and then the guy gets squished even though he tried to make it out um I like that death a lot yeah it's pretty great I I, uh 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's just such a... There are also uh, at, at least one, and I think maybe one other, but like I love uh, early on in the movie before all the rampage and carnage really kicks off. Just there's like a moment where like Ricky is he's like out in a courtyard or something and it's raining and he just starts <laughs> fucking kung fu in the air like just shadow boxing a ghost or some shit just but like with some aggression like he's throwing a temper tantrum and he's karate fighting a ghost it's fucking wild I was just like what is like, it was almost like martial arts as interpretive dance. It's like, what's going? Because they haven't told you anything about like his specific martial arts training or giving you those flashbacks or anything yet. He's just all of a sudden having like a fucking taekwondo seizure out in the basketball court. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But it was a capoeira uh, movie now. Any <laughs> specifically to do capoeira and no other fighting style. That would be uh, that would be. There's a guy who does capoeira in Bloodsport, which Michelle has never seen. You guys, and I did add to my list. I just have Michelle not had never even heard of it. I had to explain to her yeah. what Bloodsport was. You guys, Michelle is a human being in the world who has now seen Rikio, the story of Ricky. Before she saw Bloodsport, you might this is be the, the only Bloodsport I need. You might be the only person in the history of time who's able to say that, Michelle. Well, then I'm never gonna watch Bloodsport. Oh God, you have to. Uh, you, uh, we, I will shut this fucking podcast down. We watch Shutter. We don't watch Bloodsport. <laughs> oh, I watch Bloodsport on average two to three times a year. It's okay. so. It's, I will it's, maybe it's, watch Bloodsport. It's we'll so ridiculous. It's it's the quintessential '80s uh, American martial arts movie. It's, it's not gonna be better than Ricky, though. That's the problem. Well, like, I mean, it's now different. It's such a high standard. I know, but it's not gonna be better than this. I might be like, "Where's the eye trauma? Why am I even watching this?" <laughs> there's there's some mild eye trauma in Bloodsport. Uh, I don't even. I mean, there ain't nobody punching nobody's jaw off. You know, nobody nobody turns into a giant mutoid man. You know, nobody gets. Nobody gets shoved into a giant meat grinder and turned into warden sausage. But That's so depressing. You know, All of guys, the things you just said are not guys, selling me on watching blood. Sports. Guys get fucking beat up real good. It's like a, mm. it's like a like a UFC like it's like old school UFC tournament before that existed. You know, it's like there's the karate guy and the capoeira guy and the wrestling guy and the kung fu guy and all these different. I do like Mortal so that's yeah, good. it predates all that, man. It's so yeah. yeah. So anyway, this episode of uh, of we watched Shutter just went from talking about uh, Rikio to Bloodsport. What else can we get into here? Have you seen Big well, Trouble in Little China? I did earlier this year oh. for potentially at least the first time that I remember. But Jeff just he showed it to me when I was a child. Um, since you asked so kindly, You're I welcome. did near the end of this episode want to talk about a movie that I happened to watch uh, last week, a couple days ago. I have no oh idea. Lord. Time is an illusion. That is very similar to this style. Um, where was it, it Bloody is... Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell? No, is that the name of a movie? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's on Shutter, Michelle. It's oh, only about no. an it's only about an hour long. It's colloquially known as the Japanese Evil Dead, and again, the, the full title is Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. Well, I'm gonna watch that before <laughs> Bloodsport too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only about an hour long. I I totally yeah, understand. Perfect. That and yeah. Rikio will be the only. How can you like that's that world. title is second only to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? You got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you've got Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I hope the, it's completely serious. There is this. You know, I, and I, I do like the uh, the tie-in, obviously, like because look again, Rikio, uh, it's it's all spirit, right? Like the the effects, the quality, like there, the, the, where some movies are completely seamless, you see all the seams in this movie, all of them, and they don't give a shit, right? Like they just know exactly what kind of a movie they are, and they fucking accept it and dive in head first. And it's great. Uh, but uh, there was a point I was going to make, and I just completely fucking forgot what it was. To let me finish telling you the movie I was going to recommend. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Go it's ahead. Okay. This is, um, a side note, um, when I hang out with my friends, I honestly, this is not even joking, I bring a clipboard with paper in it so that when we get off on those side tangents, because it's a thing us Midwesterners do aggressively, I write down what the topic we were just talking about was. And at the end of our hangout session, I go through the list and say, okay, you need to finish telling us about your day at work and none of us can talk so that they get to finish their story. And I just fill up like a full page every time. I'm like, okay, I want to hear the rest of the thing you were saying i don't i don't even want to know what my list of notes looks like i'm so sorry (laughs) i I did write it for this podcast i I mean that is that is delightful karma that i interrupted your point to make a point that i then forgot before i got to making it anyway go ahead tell me about your movie Uh, it's very funny it's half of our appeal is not editing and the other half half is forgetting the well the, the then the third half of our appeal is how i'm just a shit and Michelle just puts up with it. We're both shits. I bully <laughs> you relentlessly, so it's okay. It's as long fine. as I get to bully you for those moments. That's um fine. okay, so the movie I deserve it. I shit well, no I'm, argument there. I'm the worst. Uh the movie I had never heard of, um, and it was advertised as the goriest movie you've never seen, which I don't think is accurate because now I've seen the story of Ricky, but it's very similar and it's called Adam Chaplin. It came out in two thousand eleven. Um, first off, have you seen or heard of Adam Chaplin before? I believe this might be the first time I have ever heard those two words in that order together ever in my life. Awesome. So Adam Chaplin is basically an anime, but with real people. It, it's done in such a way that it's ridiculous graphics and oh, yeah. like whooshing arms and you can see the lines. <laughs> okay. Basically. Um, and it's very similar to this. So I got really excited when I got to watch something that had tickled my fancy in the way that Adam Chaplin did. Um, but in that one, it's an Italian film. The lips do not match up to the dialogue at all. But I That's do think best. it's it's 
it's like still the same people. They just dubbed it later. And there's something really nice about that because it continues giving you that anime feel. I have not seen One Punch yet. Uh, One Punch Man yet. And hang on. Give it a second. There's a weeaboo screaming into the ether. Okay. Weeaboo, <laughs> you got it back together? Okay. I've not seen One Punch Man yet, but I, in my mind, have this vision that Adam Chaplin is what One Punch Man is. And I will get back to you once I've actually seen it. But it's ridiculous. It's an Italian man who's uh, now I'm trying to remember if his wife is his, dies. Is or his if I'm name just Adam Chaplin? Of course it is. Uh, and he has a little demon guy on his back that gives him super strength so that he can go and get vengeance on the people who killed his wife or whatever it is. And it's just fun, fighting, ridiculous mess. Um, so if you like Story of Ricky... Adam Chaplin is currently on Screenbox. And uh, apparently this is just going to be a really good week of fighting movies for me. Awesome. And I'm delighted. No, that's dope. So and happy. and I, I did, in fact, remember what the, the ultimate point I was getting to is. Uh, yeah, so the effects in this are, are definitely super low budget, super uh, cheese factor. But you can there, there's this really great tradition of what I can only describe as a, a very Asian sort of gore, right? A very Asian sort of splatter. You see it in Japan, you see it in Hong Kong, you see it in Korea, you see it in a lot of different places. But this is like a like like an earlier example of that, even along with, you know, things like uh like Flower Flesh and Blood from the Guinea Pig series, that sort of stuff. Uh but these are all like precursors and you can draw a direct line between this and then stuff that came much later, like a movie like Ichi the Killer, or uh, even like the the House of Blue Leaves sequence in Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill, right? Is that very arterial spray, just absurd splatter kind of situations? Uh, you know the the whole gore or, or guar gore style. It's it, it, like it's. It, it, you can see how a movie like this could really bleed into, you know, especially if you were like, you were like a a kid in Hong Kong who's like 14 when this movie came out in 1991. You're making the greatest Hong Kong horror action movie of 2016 or whatever. You know, it's uh, it's it's so fucking fun. It's awesome. Yeah, I have nothing more to really say because this is a movie that needs to be go see it that's the only thing there really is it. to say watch it on persian youtube like we did yeah it's uh it, it, and frankly I, the language was persian i did have to translate it to yeah English, so yeah I it's a know, yeah it's an iranian it, it's an iranian based website and persian yeah. is what they speak there so Perfect. Uh, okay. uh, I realized I, think. I was like, wait, you said I man, I realized well, I just said that with such confidence. And now all of a sudden I'm like, wait, where do they where do they speak Farsi? Well, anyway, it's a Persian language website. Uh, Google told me it's based in Iran that much. I know. But it's linked in the it's linked in the episode description. Uh, it's uh, it's a decent quality transfer, and like I said, the movie was released in 1991. It looks like it was made in 1971. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a it looks probably like a 16 millimeter shoot, uh, and the transfer of the fil the negative to the the like the scan did it no favors. Like it's the original like Tokyo Shock scan. 
Uh, and it's, oh man, it's, it's, that's another part of the, the real enjoyment of the experience, especially in this day and age, is you get a little taste of that old school, just, you know, that same kind of vibe that you get from a movie like Evil Dead, uh, where it's just like, oh, this was, this was real indie, like people just going out and doing some wild shit, however they could get it done. It's uh, it's a delightful experience. I'm going to be talking about my new TV for weeks, so just brace yourself because I think I got it like how big two is or three it? Weeks ago, and I st- it's 65 inches. <sighs> Not as big as it could have been. I want to I get don't, the eight thousand dollar ninety inch one. I was I was gonna say Michelle. I I don't know if I even care unless it's at least eighty inches. You know what? That's fair. That's completely fair. But <laughs> I have always been a broke bitch and I don't like to oh, spend sh- money on myself because I grew up in like a trailer home where we didn't even have a floor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Michelle, my bad. Yeah. my current TV is like a 15 year old Panasonic. Oh, yeah. uh, I know like, I've seen it. <laughs> it's pre LCD. Yeah, I've. Yeah, I will no, have. So I'm just I will have for this TV anybody until out there. Dies. Anybody out there who does have a really good theatrical setup, I know. I get it. I'm just very excited to have my own for Absolutely. Um, so, but I watched that with my OLED Google Play smart TV. It's voice activated? What the fuck is that? I can just say the name <laughs> of a movie and it will take me to whatever app is playing that movie. I'm fascinated by this TV and like downright giddy about it, even though it's it's not like the best thing on the market. It's just very fun for me. It's like when I got my new fridge and I was like, we have a fridge with ice on the door. And I, I just would get ice all the time because now I have one of those. It's so fun. Um, but anyway, new TV. This whole thing was just to say that I watched the story of Ricky on my new TV. Join us. <laughs> so great. Join us for our, for our new podcast. Uh, Michelle buys home furnishings. It's <laughs> uh, okay. Third point. Um, oh Lord, so I here we go. And I bought a TV. Oh, third and fourth points. I will make these very quick. Um, so I'm a corporate bitch. I've talked about it. I'm very very corporate. Um, corporate Michelle is not the same as we watch Shutter Michelle. We're different people. Um, but we have we have a corporate store where if uh your coworker recognizes something. That that you did they can send you points and like a little kudos and then you can use those points to buy things and it's actually like a very decent system and my first thing I bought was a microwave and I was so excited because I'd never bought a microwave and I was still using the one that I had with my dad 20 years ago so I got a microwave oh my god it heats things up I didn't know microwaves could do that the one I had previously that is now downstairs and strictly for popcorn did not heat things up very well this one like shit's burning within a minute it's so fun and then I got enough points um to get myself another Christmas gift and I got myself a briefcase with wheels and I'm so giddy about it because it's on wheels we don't have to carry my briefcase I can wheel it behind me it's a Samsonite one which means I'm always going to think of dumb and dumber when I look at it um it has a little strap that can fit on your luggage so if you're in the airport it can fit over your other luggage and you're not lugging two things on wheels behind you I'm just very excited by practical things. I'm not a shiny person. I'm a very like I can use this, and and it makes me very happy. Kind of person. <laughs> I felt so boring buying a microwave and a briefcase, but they made me so happy. Is it like a is it like a company branded microwave? <laughs> no, though that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> 
like uh, instead of beeping, it just plays like I don't know what our theme song is, but I'm yeah. sure we have one. And it just that was back. that was always one of my uh, my favorite. Uh, uh, in and by favorite, I mean most ridiculous uh, corporate wage slave job, like <laughs> Christmas gifts or whatever. Is like. Oh, we give you this nice insulated coffee mug emblazoned with our logo. Here's yeah, this no, super my, my here's this, cares here's this super cool travel bag emblazoned with our logo. Um okay, I'm I'm glad Your Christmas gift is this. to be uh, an advertisement for us. They gave me a really nice blanket. It does have the logo in like a tiny tiny of course it corner, does. but it's it's a Sherpa. It's so nice. Um, but since we're still talking about my corporate life, I did get curious and go to find out what the most expensive thing in the corporate store is. And it translates to like a $10,000 item. If you look it up, there's a lot of high end art and it's just like a little figurine of some Lord who I don't know. And it's only six inches tall. So that's available through our corporate store. And I'm like, who got enough recognition from their coworkers to buy this? And then who would be excited to buy this? (laughs) I kept looking through things. I, I learned about a new artist called Bertel Valian. He's, uh swedish i think um but i went down a rabbit hole of his stuff because as i was looking through the catalog i just kept seeing these tiny glass heads on their side and it was like a one inch thing that was like a 300 hundred dollar item and i'm like what the fuck is this he has a series called brains he's a glass sculptor and he just makes tiny things so he has a whole thing called brains that's just tiny figurine heads and we have a lot of them in our corporate catalog and I don't understand why but yet it worked because I do want to buy them and I did like favorite his stuff to check out later I want one of his tiny houses from the earth series definitely check out Bertle Valiant so anyway guys uh, Ricky O story of Ricky is available on Persian YouTube links in the episode description Michelle says five skulls available through our corporate catalog uh, we do not have a corporate catalog. Michelle gave it five skulls. I gave it five skulls because it's a perfect movie. This episode gets two skulls. It's this this, uh, this episode. Jesus Christ! They know who we are. People are like, "Wow, you can really tell these guys have hit that roughly two year mark where they like they're moving into their first real genuine don't give a shit phase, <laughs> getting People real comfortable." I love it. I don't want our episodes to be over an hour. That is my thing. I will never regularly start putting out hour-long episodes. Instead, 30 to 45 minutes with the occasional three-hour episode about all the saw traps. This is That's my guideline. This is this is our regular segment called where they talk about how people might not like this episode because <laughs> they were super weird because we both have fun anxiety. Yay! Oh, speaking of Friday night, I think I'm gonna go drink some wine in that the sounds, basement with my new TV. That sounds like a plan. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do, but it's definitely drink not gonna. In, no, it's not gonna involve wine. But you can bet your ass it's gonna involve a TV. Nice. All right. Say well, good night, Michelle. Let's get to it. Good night, Michelle. 
We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.